Welcome to Mountain Mama's Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share, from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hacken. And I'm Deborah Moore, and we are your hosts. And we'd like to welcome you to episode nine. We get to have the amazing Erin Pine back. I'm not supposed to say her name, sorry. Erin back. <laughs> Ignore that. Um, and, uh, and we can edit that out. We won't, but we could. <laughs> so, Erin um, um, and I just have so many stories. So she is going to tell us another one that we just love from our trip. Can I tell? Okay, so first off, Erin and I have known each other for 20 zillion years. And she's married, has three kids. She lives in Provo, born in Fresno, um, is amazing um, advocate for the outdoors. Just love this one. So um, we wanted to share with you, or she was going to share with you this story about Yellowstone. And we had this, um, I loved, we love to take each other on trips for our birthdays. And so Erin's birthday is in January. So we thought, well, I thought, Let's do a surprise trip to Yellowstone. Why not? Yellowstone in the winter sounds like a great idea. So with that, what if we'll have you take it away. That was a great idea. We'd, we had just started snowshoeing together a little bit. It was my, kind of my first um, experience uh, being out in, in the snow um, under those kind of conditions. So Emily thought, um, I'm going to rent her some snowshoes. We're going to pack up her car and head north. Uh, for her birthday and I remember when we took off from Salt Lake it was whiteout conditions there was a huge snowstorm and uh, Emily was actually kind of nervous in the car and I told her it, it, it's okay it's okay I grew up in Fresno and every year we get this really bad winter fog so I'm, I'm used to driving in the fog mm -hmm. you drive down the center lane you know right over the, the the white strips in the, in the in the road and and you'll be okay. Um, I think Emily white knuckled it a little bit more than I did. I was terrified. I do remember. Yeah, we we it's a pretty long drive and you know in the middle of a snowstorm there's not a lot of cars out on the road. And I don't think you knew where we were going either. No, no idea. <laughs> and I was sure really driving. A secret. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You're and driving blind. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> we we oh. didn't have uh, you know it was before we had cell phones, and so you had that giant atlas. Oh, yeah, yeah. A giant atlas um, roadmap that had um, all over the United States that I don't know you would crack it open every once in a while and track our progress. I don't know how we could we couldn't see any road signs. <laughs> Somehow I don't know we made it to Gardner. Right? Do we go to Gardner? Yeah, because you can first? only get into Yellowstone mm -hmm. in the winter through oh, the north right. entrance of the right. town of Gardner. That's right. I, I had never <coughs> been to Yellowstone before, so this is my first experience. And driving through uh, Montana, they call it Big Sky Country for a reason. It's just absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, so Emily. Emily, you've been to Yellowstone the winter before? Yeah. I think. Winter or maybe. Yeah. I, don't know. I think you had a couple times by that. 
I don't know. I mean, none was as cool as this one, though. We were going to make this one an epic one for your birthday. Well, it became epic. (laughs) (laughs) For its own reasons. Uh, So we, there's only a, you know, a a small amount of roads that are actually open that they plow in the wintertime. And so we drove uh, all along that northern road out to Lamar Valley. Wait, before we get to the Lamar, can we tell people where we were sleeping that night? Or the, because we had pulled in to our hotel, that remember that first night? And we couldn't get in because it was late. And so we slept in, was that right, that first night? I don't remember if it was the first night. I feel like it was the first night. One of the nights, yeah. The first night we didn't get in there in time. And so we slept in the back of your Isuzu Rodeo. Rodeo. In the parking lot, in the hotel. Yeah, in the hotel parking lot with the windows cracked so we went to 68. And we were between, surrounded by... Pickup trucks full of elk bodies. (laughs) What? The hunters. Oh, okay. It's the elk season for hunting. Oh, yikes. So there were legs dangling out. <laughs> that was the funny thing. There were all these legs sticking out. And like <laughs> heads with like eyeballs rolled in. Yeah, we're just like... <laughs> like Nighty night. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Okay, then we so headed to Lamar the next day. Yep. Yeah, we, so we, we drove down into um, yeah Yellowstone, drove out the road. Oh, we did the snowcat first, I think. Did we? Uh, I think that was the second day. Anyway, doesn't matter. Okay. The point of the story is. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, out in the Mar Valley, um, there were a bunch of people pulled over, and they had their scopes out and their binoculars, and they were looking across the valley at something. And Emily had taught me that whenever you you know see a group of people like that, they're they're probably looking at something pretty cool. So mm-hmm. you should probably stop and meander over, and you know, see if they'll let you borrow their their stuff which uh they did there was this cool old lady she had a scope um locked onto this pack of wolves it was mm-hmm. so awesome to see them lounging about on the yeah. in the snow laying around um she had the name i think she called them the lamar pack they were the lamar pack of wolves yeah that was like their name yeah she had a like a camera or something in that scope so she's like, oh, I'll take a picture for it, for you, and I don't know, email it to you or something like that. Um, really cool old lady. Um, so we thought, hey, wouldn't it be a great idea to come back at night and hike across the valley when the wolves are gone and <laughs> look at their tracks? Makes so much sense. You know how wolves are never around at night. <laughs> This is after we had, we could tell what we in trees. Tell them what we had for our dinner, because we drove the rest of the Lamar Road for the rest of that, after we saw her, and then we had our dinner of the, was it a can, can of something. soup? Canned soup. Canned soup. And no, I had oh. I had given Emily this, uh, like this army. K-bar. K-bar. What does that mean? I don't it's know. It's a, a marine knife. It's like a Bowie knife, and it's like six-inch blade. Like, it's a hardy oh, survival knife. Okay. And Emily used that to stab open the can of. That's all we know, had to open the can with. Discount like, soup or whatever it was we were eating. On the side of the road, the in the middle of, of the dark. And, and I'm so glad you didn't cut yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know, anyway. It was a nice uh, dinner. It was cold, but. So uh, before we had left, we, we kind of looked at the 
horizon, and and we noticed like a pattern in the trees before we left the Lamar Valley. Yeah, with those with the lady and the spotting scope, we yeah. recognized oh, where way. the wolf pack was. Oh, okay. So, so that when we came, came back, back, we could look for that same that same spot, park in mm-hmm. the same spot, be at the same angle, look for that silhouette in the in the in the tree line on the other side of the valley. Um, so we. We and didn't, it had to we, have been so hideously cold at night. It was, wasn't it? It was. It was. <laughs> I almost lost my toes. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so we came back after dark. It was dark. Dark, dark, dark. And drove the lonely... Uh, the only ones there. The only, you know, the only road that's plowed in the dark. We park. We're the only car there. And we look out across the valley, and it's just a sea of fog cannot see the bottom of the valley at all the moon had not risen yet it was dark and you're going into fog and we're going into fog and i heard something that some animals sound while we were getting our snowshoes on which should have should have been my first indication that this wasn't the best idea but anyway <laughs> or was it the, I, the, the indication it that it was going to be amazing great idea. you were like let's do this that's probably right i know emily <laughs> i feel like i knew they were the wolves. Mm-hmm. They were the wolves howling. We were strapping on our snowshoes, putting on all of like every last layer that we brought with us, and we hear the wolves howling, and it's just like kind of surreal. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, such a gorgeous howl. Yeah, they really do, and yeah, it's it's just beautiful. So we're like getting kind of excited, like, "Ooh, this is gonna be awesome! <laughs> I'm gonna snowshoe in the fog." In the freezing cold, in the dark, surrounded by wolves. It's our own movie. Were you that excited? I don't know if you were that excited. At this. We were kind of nervous. Yeah. yeah. I remember being more trepidatious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't tell that coming from you. No. I was trying to be brave. But we had a plan of getting how through the fog to our destination. So we had a compass, and <clears> luckily <throat> we were able to see that tree line um, across the valley. So we we pointed our compass towards where we wanted to end up and that was just going to be our sole navigation through the fog just by just by that single compass don't drop that compass in the snow please <laughs> it's all we had. um so we were all ready to go and we heard wolves on the other side of the valley mm-hmm. calling back mm-hmm. to them and that was just like this you know kind of this chorus of wolves howling um it was pretty cool but who knew what was in the fog <laughs> well, yeah. So we, we hiked down the kind of the short slope to get down to the to the valley, and you know during the daytime, it's it's usually full of bison mm-hmm. wandering around doing their thing, and we probably couldn't see ten feet. Oh wow! Maybe uh, yeah, it was six bad. feet in front of us. Maybe it was the fog was uh, so thick. Thicker than any Fresno fog, except when I had it hid out in PE class because I didn't want to do PE. <laughs> I hid in the fog anyway. <laughs> that was junior high. You're a woman of my own heart. I love it. Uh, I remember thinking, follow this compass, this little arrow, right? And we had our little headlamps on, and try not to stumble upon a sleeping bison. <laughs> That's the last animal I want to wake up. Uh huh. No large dark lumps in the snow. We thought for Please. sure we'd see something, yeah. 
it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. We could, you know, every once in a while we'd, we'd come across tracks going this way or that way, whatever animals had. Mm-hmm. And then, and then places where it was just like pristine snow, and it was like deep snow, so the snowshoeing was slow going. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were starting to get kind of cold. I, I remember my feet and my toes were getting getting pretty cold. And we had that river, remember? Yeah. So at, at the far side of Lamar, Lamar Valley is a river, <laughs> and we were thinking, I wonder when we're going to get to that river. <laughs> In the fog. In the fog. I wonder, is it going to be frozen? How frozen is it going to be? Mm. Uh, I don't know. So. And you remember there was a fox during the day, right? That you had seen? Not not during the day. So so we, you know, we're snowshoeing in this whiteout fog. And we start to hear water running. And so we're like, okay, we have gotten to the other side. We're, we're next to the river. Now, we hear the river, so we know it's not completely frozen. But you haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet. So we're like, hmm, wonder how we're going to get across this flowing river in our snowshoes to go look at these wolf tracks on the other side of the valley. And we happen to see fox or coyote um, tracks when we got up to kind of the, where the, where the, water was really loud or louder than it had been and they're so. easy to tell because they look like a dog print but they're cute and small <laughs> just so as reference i thought well if this is a pretty smart animal and if it found a place to go across the river it would probably support my weight <laughs> right <laughs> so emily let's follow this <coughs> these fox tracks and see if it jumps across the river somewhere <laughs> and sure enough, just a short ways away, actually, it, it did. It hopped the river. And I don't know how far it was. I, I think like four, three, four feet. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> that seems a lot now. but. So we're like, well, there's no sticks to like poke in the water to see how deep the river is. And I don't really want to touch the water because I'm cold. So let's just see if we can jump across it. <laughs> See if the ice on the other side holds. I don't want to touch it, but I'm willing to jump it. So I jumped first because I'm like, oh Emily, goodness. I have the shorter legs. I'll jump first. Erin! No! And, and I made it to the other side, and I think I kind of cracked part of the ice because it was a further jump you for you. the landing. I was impressed. Yeah. Like, wow. Especially in snowshoes. Oh, my goodness. Right? Snowshoes in, in powder onto ice. <laughs> Known for their aerodynamics. <laughs> so so we had made it we made it across the river made it across the valley uh and and we thought okay like these tracks are going to be around here somewhere so we had the wolf tracks that the, we were actually tracks. trying to find yes uh we had these walkie talkies with us and we're like okay let's split up you i'll go this way you go that way and we'll radio each other you know whoever finds them first we'll, ra- we'll radio each other so there, you know, Emily goes off into the white oblivion. Abyss. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. but, but, so after Aaron jumped, you had jumped. Oh, yeah, I crossed the river, yeah. yeah. And then we so both crazy. went up the slope to go find out where the wolves had been hanging out during the day. Okay. Yeah. So, we're, you know, I'm walking around in this snow globe with this walkie-talkie. Emily, keep talking to me so I know you're there. <laughs> you know, thinking about how there's 
bison somewhere or there's wolves circling us, you know, whatever. So I, I happened to, to come across the tracks and I was like, Emily, Emily, come follow my voice. Wait, my voice is in your <laughs> walkie talkie, <laughs> you know, Emily is over here. Uh, so she came and she found me and yeah, the tracks were just Huge. huge! I think we took a picture next to your K-Bar knife. Yeah, they were right? as big as the K-Bar. It was crazy. Yeah. Which is kind of like almost, you, what you're showing, showing is almost like a uh, small plate. Okay, they're probably like four inches, five inches. They get bigger in the snow. So, they were massive. They were massive. Impressive. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, you couldn't mistake. You're like, are these a, no, they're a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> like, you uh -huh. can't, you, that's how you know it's a wolf. It's like a bear. Is this a, it's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> Just so big. Oh, okay. Yeah, there were there were um, body impressions, you know, where they had laid down and rolled around in the snow. Um, you know, it was just really cool to like. It was magical. See all of that. To to hear them, to see where they had been, um, to have survived that crossing without any and we bison heard, incidents. Heard the packs moving around us as we were going through the mist. So we. Didn't know if they were going to come, if this was like their favorite hangout at night or whatever. Like, I remember that being like a thing. Like, we're just sitting there going, I think this was the first time in my mind I was like, well, maybe this isn't a good idea to be <laughs> That was the first time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know how animals love being startled as they're walking through fog. It's their favorite. They historically react well. So I, I remember thinking, um, Emily, I can't feel my toes anymore. <laughs> like they were beyond numb and aching. Like there was no, no feeling left. And she's like, okay, well sit down in the snow, take off your boot, take off your sock. I'm like, I don't want to take my sock off. It's freezing out here. We learned a survival technique. Yeah. So I stuck my, stuck my toes in Emily's armpit <laughs> and her body heat like totally brought my toes back to life. A brachial artery. It's better than down the pants. So, <laughs> uh, Thankfully for my toes, too. <laughs> and for all your friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Most people prefer the brachial artery to the femoral artery, for sure. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I remember thinking that was, uh, that was a pretty cool way to, um, to warm up something that, like, is always cold on me anyway. My, my feet are always cold. You know, so... So those were good. We took some pictures in the in the snow before this was before digital cameras even mm -hmm. like regular old film. And uh, yeah, we just followed our own snowshoe tracks in the in the dark. I remember like just that moment before we went back into the the fog too, like that stillness that you only feel when you're out in the mountains. Mm. And then every once in a while, you would hear the like. The, and then it would just like echo, it would like reverberate through a section. So you knew that that was a pack. And then you would hear another part of that pack like answer on the other side of the valley. And yeah, but it was just, and then by then the moon had come up and like, it was unreal. Like it was amazing. It was totally worth it. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful night. Um, mm. Probably something that few people ever get to experience. Or want to. <laughs> or, or want to. <laughs> but it yeah. was. It was epic. I'll never forget that. Well, and as long as you remember how to keep your toes warm and all of that, just like with any adventure, you can look back at it later and still be intact and 
enjoyed the experience. I just so. say that was the one I lost my toe on, remember? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we call her Nine Toes. <laughs> Would you have a take-home thing or something that just you want to share with the ladies from that experience? Well, I think, like, you know, you can't help but draw maybe a, um, maybe a spiritual um, connection with that like you're you know you're kind of going through life and maybe it seems dark or you know light out conditions and and you're just kind of having faith and and trust that you're going in the right direction um but just to keep going like it does get better and and someday when you make it to the other side you you know yeah you're rewarded with that with that ultimate prize whatever whatever it is mm. you know Thank you so much for joining us today, Erin. Oh, this has been a story that I have wanted to hear you say forever. <laughs> I just, you know, thank you so much. Oh, but, yes, yes. Thank um, you for that, sharing it. <laughs> that's it for today's adventure. Join us next time. And remember, a woman's place is in the mountains. <laughs>